Let's go. This is your radio. This is your radio. Your station. Inspire Radio. Inspire Inspire Radio. Hey there. I just wanted to uh, say thank you. Thank you for the interview. Uh, I appreciate you uh, bringing me on, Ronaldo. No problem. I know I'm going to probably make a lot of people mad because a lot of people do like Lil Nas X, but I feel like you produce better music. Well, I appreciate it. You know, it's a it's a team effort, that's for sure. Um, you know, me and uh, Ambrose, we do a lot of stuff together, so um, we got a lot more coming, too. Definitely. So could you tell me about how you became a rapper of all things? Could you do it like a lawyer? No, I appreciate that. Yeah. Sometimes I can get buttoned up in a suit if I if I need to. But, um, you know, I uh, I've lived a, a pretty uh, crazy life. Let's just put it that way. You know, um, I worked in the oil fields. Um, I worked for Copenhagen. Uh, so I really uh have been ingrained into the country music side and then uh i was actually uh you know rapping and uh, i was gospel rapper before uh i became a country rapper and uh the person that kind of steered me in that direction was uh Cibo. um i owe a lot to Cibo because uh Cibo was one of those people that I mean, he was one of the only people that gave me a chance, and and he's the one who steered me in the direction. Wow, Sebo is a legend on the West Coast for people who do, that do not know. Yeah, I mean, he rapped with Tupac, done a lot of stuff, um, and that's what's uh, kind of different about our whole sound and our style. We actually have real hip hop um, mixed in with some country, you know, um, rather than country going into hip hop. We're hip-hop going into country. Okay, nice. So how did you come up with the concept for your latest single? Park My Tractor? So yeah. this is what's kind of cool about this is uh, that that rhyme um, that was in Park My Tractor for the main verse, uh, Ambrose, Ambrose came up with the hook. Um, and then I uh, basically did that, that verse in an app that we call Clubhouse. Uh, and I did it, basically freestyled it in a battle room with OG Kid Frost and uh, basically did the song or whatever. Uh, we were just freestyling over some beats. The beat was at about 100, 102 BPMs. And I just spit it. And everybody in the room was like, whoa. And I was like, I got to write that down. So wrote it down. Um, then uh YBF Pharaoh, who's who's my producer, that is also Ambrose, by the way. He he he's got two names, but um he uh he was like, let me come up with a hook for this. So he came up with the hook, um, and then basically I just laid the verse down and it's where it's at now. Okay. So how is the hip hop Arizona? How is the hip hop in Arizona? Because most people think of Arizona, they definitely don't think of hip. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of hip hop down here. There's been a couple artists that have come out of that have come out of Arizona, but not many. Not many. Um, the country scene uh, is definitely a lot heavier in Arizona. We have a, a huge festival called uh, Country Thunder that's really big. But uh, you know, being in hip hop, uh, we'll see if they really accept you know a hip hop country artist. You know what I mean? It's just it's something that's so new. Um, you know, little Nas X did it, um, but he didn't ever do it like we're doing it. 
Um, our music is more so party music. It's upbeat. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and that's what that's what we kind of pride ourselves on. Yeah, but Little Nonsense, the reason he did it is because it's nine inch nail. That's like why that song blew up. But, you know, that's his only hit. I know he has the soldier song out, and I know he got the speaking shoes, which helped him. But, you know, really. Well, you know. And, and we're all about positivity. Um, you know, I'm, a, I'm definitely a man of faith. So, um, you know, any of that, that weird stuff, I'm not really into. So, um, you know, some of our, our music, uh, sounds fun and um, you know it could be looked at as uh, um, I don't know Johnny Cash put it put it very well um, I don't know if anybody's ever seen that movie but um, you know he just said I hope that we're not doing anything bad because I don't think that we are yeah it's definitely your music is definitely fun and um, it's kind of like you have comedy in your songs also a lot of comedy in our songs <laughs> a lot of comedy in our songs because uh you know you you take it on the chin a couple of times you gotta laugh about it you know what i mean so uh yeah whenever i write and i do a lot of writing um but uh you know we've got some songs that are coming out and you're gonna hear ambrose on them um but i did a lot of the writing to them um ambrose and i work really well together we're just a team it works really well together. Um, he brings out a lot of creativity in on my side. Um, I've always been able to write, but he helps me a lot with structure and how it needs to go down and stuff like that. Stuff that I didn't really know on my own. Um, I haven't had a lot of guidance. Um, you know, I sat down with Bo and, and Bo has, uh, he's guided me into going into this direction, but I'm talking about like actual guidance as writing. Um, guidance in okay this structure this is how each word needs to be said uh, that kind of stuff Ambrose really helps out and we have a we have a new song too um, called Booty Doo coming out here pretty soon um, that uh, another person that we met in Clubhouse um, his name's OG Eddie Kane he helped us with the hook so uh, I don't know if you know who OG Eddie Kane is but he's got a great resume uh, did a lot of stuff with So So Deaf um, it's just uh it's just good all around. Let's put it that way. I give everybody their flowers wherever they're at. Um, and a lot of people like yourself have come out to help me. Um, I help a lot of people too. I don't make it all about average Joe. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. I'm familiar with Eddie Kane. Matter of fact, you should have him do an intro because he got that deep voice. Yeah, he does have that deep voice. That's for sure. Um, but he's, he's, he's a really good dude. And, uh, you know, he took time out of his day uh for this next one that's coming up um he took time out of his day we went out to um houston ambrose and i that's where we really really honed in our sound um people don't really know what honing in the sound is but we had to go to houston to really hone in the sound and we did that um and a lot of the new stuff that's gonna that's coming out you're gonna be like that's not average joe um because it doesn't sound the same and that's kind of what we are we're we're different um you know i sound like on park my tracker i sound very country on booty doo i don't sound uh that country on that song um but it's because of of what it is it's still the same person it's just what it is and we're trying to appeal to the masses we're not trying to just appeal to one sector 
Um, so that's why we, uh, we, I, I was a DJ for a very long time and I know what hits in the clubs and I know what can be popular and those kinds of things. So that's what we've done is just kind of take some of that knowledge and then apply it to the music. Wow. You was a DJ? Yeah, I was a DJ for a very long time in terrestrial radio and, uh, in nightclubs. Oh, wow. So you definitely know music. So how did you um, become a DJ? Um, I got my first DJ job when I was 17 years old um, at a place that's a world famous country bar uh, up in Flagstaff, Arizona called uh, the Museum Club. And then I moved on from there uh, down to Phoenix. When I moved down to Phoenix, I worked for Graham's Entertainment. Uh, Graham Central Station is the name of the club that was down here. It's closed now, but um, these were uh, country bars that had dance floors the size of a football field. They were absolutely huge. But that's where I implemented kind of the format of what our music is. So what I would do is I would play like four or five country songs and then I'd hit them with a top 40 and then I'd hit them with a specialty and then I'd go back in the country and then I'd hit them four songs down the road with another top 40 song. And it was a format that just really, really was appealing to a lot of people. Wow. Definitely. So um, I saw that you still work as work with DJs. Like, what do you do to help DJs? Um, so I, I'm uh, I'm the uh, president of marketing for uh, Next Level DJ Coalition. Um, it's one of the largest DJ coalitions in the country, um, ranked number one on on Google. Um, it's a team of DJs that are very very good at what they do. Um, you know, so. I try to help out with that as well as, you know, my, my organization as well for in a, independent artists, uh, Verify Global Media. Wow. So Next Level is the number one DJ coalition? Wow. Yes. Yeah. So I thought, I thought it was the core DJs, but okay. You learn something every day. Yeah. Um, you can Google it. If you Google it on, on Google, um, top or uh, DJ coalition, that's the first thing that pops up. Oh, wow. So you learn something every day. So how, how is it working with uh, Next Level DJ Coalition? Um, it's great. You know, um, there's a bunch of key members that are in Next Level. Um, Manny Mad Dog, he's, uh, he's the president of uh, Next Level DJs. Uh, and then the owner is also the owner of Real Life Music, which is the owner of about 35 record labels. Um, his name is Knox Bond. Uh, great yeah. guy. He's a great guy. Um, and I introduced a, a DJ friend of mine from Atlanta, um, AP Productions, who uh, I know uh, from the Clubhouse app, and I've met AP as well. He's a solid guy um, and brought him into Next Level, and he is uh, the president of marketing for YouTube. Oh, wow. Okay. So if someone is a great DJ they want to level, how would they? I know this is about you, but how would they apply? Um, you can just go onto the you can just go onto the website and apply. Um, I know that everybody can be uh, reviewed. Let's put it that way. Um, they can get reviewed in uh, Knox and Manny and myself and any uh, AP. Uh, the top guys uh, take a look at it and uh, whether or not the person is uh, is going to be a part of that coalition. Those are the people that make the decisions on it. And I know you're a part of it as well. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I'm with that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a dope coalition. Um, I'm in the little, I'm in the um, Facebook chat. I think Knox or somebody put me in it. And you guys, they, um, they be really sharing stuff and posting. It. It's a great community. Absolutely, it's a, it's just a community of like-minded people. Um, you know, and and 
that's what uh, that's what this music thing's really all about. It's about uh, bringing people together and people that can help each other. Um, you know, uh, when I first met you, um, you know, you, myself, uh, a couple others that were in uh, Clubhouse, we helped a lot of people and we helped them not for recognition, not for anything like that, but uh, to just help them, um, help guide them, try to give them some some uh, guidance on how to be successful and not to get scammed like all these other people that uh, are in it for just the money. Let's put it that way. Okay. Let's get back to you, though. But I did want to mention that for any DJs or artists that, you know, might want to join that coach or, you know, maybe trying to get into other ones. And really, if that's the number one coalition and they're a great DJ, then join that one. Um, so here's a question. Do um, Next Level have a record pool? I uh, So Next Level, Next Level kind of has a record pool. Um, I'm working on uh, on some things for him right now as well. Okay, that's great because, you know, a lot of DJs, when they first start out, they want to find good music. And really, here's a little tip. Do not steal your music. Get your music from iTunes, Beatport, um, TrackSource, and Record Pool so that you can have that high-quality file. And if you can get a wave, get the wave. So you can have that high-quality file if you ever work in a club. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And there's a couple of them that are out there. You know, I was part of one for a very long time. Um, Scott's a really good guy. Uh, Promo Only is an awesome record pool. Yes, definitely. I get a lot of music from down. Yeah, because it's not stealing from the artists. Because VMI uh, royalties go through um, go through Promo Only. Yeah, so yeah, that's the um, that's great. And then I was using BMP Supreme also. That's another. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's get back to you. How was life growing up? Like, man, I had a really rough life. Um, I've done a lot of things in my life, but uh, yeah, it was it was uh, a little bit rough, you know. Um, it's not that it was a real hard life. It's just I, I I'm not afraid to tell people that I was uh, a total fuck up, um, and I mean that. Um, you know, I did. Uh, I got into the fast life really, really young. Um, I was a DJ, you know, at 17 years old. Uh, I was running my own topless bar at the age of 19. And with that came a lot of demons, man. Um, you know, I did, uh, I got addicted to, uh, drugs at a very, very young age. Um, got into, uh, some trouble, got shot, uh, you know, um, from there, uh, decided that I was going to join the military. Uh, but I just traded that for alcoholism when I went into the military and then I got into trouble in the military as well. Um, but uh, when I got out of the military, I got married um, and I went back and worked for the first club that I was working for. Um, when I got married, it was the wrong, wrong person. Um, we were only married for about a year. Um, then I moved down to Phoenix and uh, started DJing for um, Graham's Entertainment. And things just started going better, man. Um, I started working for them, uh, got a job with Copenhagen. With Copenhagen, I met a lot of people in country music. Um, I've met Toby Keith, I've met Jewel, um, Shooter Jennings, um, pretty much most of the big name people. Um, you know, also back when I was really, really younger, I worked in, in radio. So I met Trick Pony when I was a radio DJ. Um, you know, there's there's just a bunch of bands that, that I have uh, actually met. Um, 
when I was working with Copenhagen as well, um, I opened up for a comedian who's also a musician as well. His name's Rodney Carrington up at the Luxor for seven nights during NFR. That's when I met Toby Keith. That's also when I met Jewel. Um, you know, it was just kind of surreal back then. I didn't really know uh, that I was going to be an artist at that time. I had no idea, but I was always kind of in that circle of people and musicians and um, getting to know people. Um, anyways, I, yeah, I met them. And then, uh, after, uh, after Copenhagen, I went and worked in the oil fields for a long time, uh, about four and a half years, um, worked in the oil fields and then, uh, Obama got elected and they pulled all the land leases. And basically there was like millions of people out of work in one week. So I got into the world of recruitment. In recruitment uh, was great. I worked in it for about eight years, did really, really well, ended up uh, working for two large firms. Um, one was Govid out of uh, Scottsdale. The other one was uh, Robert Half International. Um, Robert Half's one of the number one recruitment agencies in the country. Um, made a lot of connections um, in legal um, did, uh, you know, placing, I, I placed attorneys. That's why you said I look funny in a suit. That's what I used to do was place attorneys. So yeah, I, I had to suit up quite a bit. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, probably about four and a half years ago, um, some things started to happen and, uh, the company, I started losing, um, clientele, um, and the clientele, one of my biggest clients out of Texas, I lost uh, that client. And, um, when I lost that client, uh, I also had a third baby on the way. And honestly, man, I didn't, I didn't really know what to do. I was struggling. I was waffling. I didn't know what to do. And, uh, I fell back into drugs when I fell into drugs. It was rough, man. It was rough on my family, my wife. Uh, it was just uh, a really hard part of my life. And this was, like I said, about four years ago. Um, and uh, ended up into a mental institution. <clears throat> now, when uh, I got placed into a mental institution, um, some things happened um, that, that were, uh, I don't know, eye-opening, if you will. Uh, I became very spiritual, um, knowing that God's first out of everything. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I've been on this journey ever since I got out. So... Um, you know, it's been about four years now. Um, I've overcome a lot of obstacles, um, financially I, I've, I've had burden, um, but I've always been pushing. So, and that's what I'm going to continue to do. Nice. That's very inspirational. I really like that you told your story and I know that this gonna, it's going to inspire a lot of people. Yeah, man. And you know, we're all dealt cards in life, you know, um, we're all dealt cards in life, but if you look at everything as a bad, um, you know, all the experience that I've had in life is what made me who I am today. So instead of looking at it as a, as a, uh, oh, poor me, look at it as, you know, how can I grow from this situation? And I've grown a lot since that happened. Um, you know, I've had to overcome things that no, no person could really overcome. Um, I've got a mountain of debt. I've got, um, you know, a company that I started with nothing, I, you know, so, uh, it's, it's the fact that you just have to overcome, um, all the obstacles. And if you can overcome them, you're, 
the first off, the main thing that people have to do, you have to do what inspires yourself. You have to do what you want to do, what's in your heart. If music's in your heart, then do it. Don't let nobody else tell you that you're wrong. Just do it until that day comes. Definitely, I agree with that. So, um, how can people listen to your music? Um, you can stream me on uh, Spotify, Apple, Pandora. It's it's distributed on on everything. Um, you know, uh, right now I've only got three tracks up there. I took some of my other stuff down um, just because it wasn't. Uh, it's not that it wasn't good. It's just that back then when I recorded the first two albums that I had, um, it wasn't done professionally. So getting your stuff mixed and mastered professionally really does matter. And it really makes more people listen to it. Um, you know, and I think that that's a huge mistake that a lot of uh, artists make. Instead of trying to, to put every rhyme to um, paper and getting it on a beat and getting that, that, that song out and then trying to market another song... Just focus in on, on what you want to do and focus in on that one thing that you want to do. I mean, uh, the last song I released before uh, Park My Tractor was a year ago. So um, there's no rush for anything. And when it's time, it's time. I definitely agree with that. And I tell artists to at least push their song for at least six weeks. I mean, six. At least yeah. for yeah, six weeks. Yeah. I mean, you know, we and there's some other... Uh, underlying factors that a lot of people had to overcome this past year, you know, with COVID and, and all of that. Um, it's, uh, you know, instead of really focusing, I focused on music, but I didn't let everybody know I was focusing on music. I started building a company that was helping other artists because uh, at the time we weren't going to go perform or do anything like that. COVID shut everything down. So why keep pushing and pushing and pushing on something that um you know ultimately you weren't going to get the return on your investment so you got to be a little bit smart about things and timing is everything it is absolutely everything um and i learned that from mr kermit um kermit henderson he's uh he's a mogul in the industry and uh sometimes guys uh that are in this business um they, they always want to think that they're the best. And, and the, the one thing I got to tell everybody out there, you don't need to be the best. And you're not in competition with anybody else. The only person you're in competition with is yourself. The people who actually will help you out, uh, for the most part, don't have verified badge. Now, if you go in Clubhouse, find some, a few with verified badge that actually help off artists, like Kid Frost, but there's not many. Yeah, there's not many. And, and Kid Frost is a really, really good individual. Um, you know, I met him uh, in Las Vegas when I went to a uh, concert for SIBO. Um, I went, we had a concert up in SIBO, um, uh, up in Las Vegas. I met with SIBO, with um, The Chill uh, from Compton's Most Wanted. Um, Corrupt was there. Um, there was a lot of people that were that were at that concert. And it just, it was right when COVID opened back up when they were really, relinquished the uh the pretty much stay at home orders and stuff like that and it was a huge eye-opening experience for me because i got to see how these guys do it um you know a lot of people don't know el casino either 
And El Casino is a dope artist. He's a Latin artist. He's an awesome individual as well. And and that's Kid Frost started. Oh, okay. Dope. I, I saw him, um, you know, like one of my posts. Uh, I've heard of him, but I didn't know he was Kid Frost's artist. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, he's done. He's got a, actually a whole album they haven't even dropped yet. It's uh, and it's all El Casino and Kid Frost. Okay, definitely. Um, is it Spanish or English? Um, so they do Chicano rap. Okay, Chicano cool. rap. So, um, you know, Kid Frost is is the OG at that. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. I mean, he he's the guy that that really put that on the map, and. Uh, El Casino is a dope artist that's got, you know, um, he's just a, he's just a really, he's got a dope flow. He's, and he's in his lane. You know what I mean? Like he's doing his thing. Yeah. That's how you got to do. You got the original. Cause back in the nineties, all the, nobody sound alike. Everybody had their own style from the producers, the DJs. They all had their own style. DJ, uh, Funkmaster Flex didn't cut like DJ Clue. No, not at all. And, you know, like one of the things that's, uh, that I would just urge a lot of artists to do is you need to um, you need to find a person like uh, a, a producer, for example. You're a producer, right? Yes. So what I would urge a lot of, of artists to do is to find that find that um, producer that you vibe with that you can create your own sound with. Not trying to sound like everybody else, not trying to just pick something up off YouTube. I'm telling you because I did that. Yes, definitely. You go a lot further. And I've been listening to a lot of like 90s and 80s rap lately. And like I said, it was just original. Matter of fact, I was listening to that Wu-Tang album, Wu-Tang Forever, I think. Yeah. They was talking trash. People were trying to copy their style. Yeah, and I mean, you know, that the thing that's different is that you've got to um, you got to create your own lane. You know, everybody wants to sound like everybody else, and that's that's just because people want they're afraid to do something different. That's all. Um, so you just got to rise above that. You know, the baby is the baby. You don't got to sound like the baby. The baby's awesome, but you don't got to be the baby. Definitely, and that's why uh, Old Town Road. Really, we were talking about the nonsense. It blew up because something different for rap. People haven't really heard. You know, last thing that we heard that's kind of country was Bubba Sparks. Yeah, and Bubba Bubba's got his own movement. To be honest with you, you know his his uh, he's the uh, co-owner of Average Joe, which is kind of interesting. Average Joe's uh, Entertainment out of uh, Tennessee, and that's Colt Ford. And a bunch of other guys that are kind of like country rappers. But like I said, I'm not them. I'm not trying to do what those guys do. My sound is nothing like theirs. Um, and I'm just kind of creating my own lane with with who I think is uh, the right people to do that. What's that? You have a West Coast sound while they are Yeah. And, and I think that's uh, that's a big difference, too, because uh, a lot of my music's got uh, 808s in it sounding kind of like a West Coast hip hop uh, Bay Area vibe. Definitely. You know, um, but I'm not from the Bay. It's just that's I know what sounds um, really do well, like I said, in nightclubs and stuff like that. So that's what we built it around. That's what Ambrose and I built it around. 
Um, you know, so uh, I, I owe a lot to Ambrose. He's a he's a dope producer. He's a dope artist. Um, and like I said, if you're an artist, try to find that that person that that compliments you, um, that that can make you a better artist. Um, you know, the one thing about Ambrose, he challenges me. And with him challenging me, I challenge him on the writing side. So that's what I'm saying is like we complement each other really, really well. And he's a really dope artist. And he does some things that people don't even know about. I mean, he's he's a rock artist on top of being a hip hop artist. He's got all kinds of other things going on that nobody knows about. So, um, you know, that's the that's the beauty of it is uh, just trying to uh, instead of playing the status quo, keep them guessing, keep them wanting to hear what's next. Is it going to be different? Is it going to be the same? Is it going to be kind of cool and, you know, different from the time before? And that's what that's what we're really trying to uh, accomplish. Okay, so we talked about Clubhouse earlier. How have Clubhouse changed your music career? Oh, Clubhouse absolutely changed my music career. Absolutely, 110%. It put me in conversations um, that I never would have been in. Um, Otherwise, you know, I've got I've got my crew that that I uh, roll around with with Sibo and and some of the, the guys. But I would have never met Kid Frost. Kid Frost is an awesome individual. He uh, he's got a lot of knowledge of the game. Um, I would never met or spoke to Mike Jones. Um, chill. I would have never been able to speak to chill. Um, you know, and, and these guys, uh, these guys are iconic in the uh, hip hop game. And, uh, you know, that's, those are the guys that, that I would rather be around. I'd rather be around OGs than I would new guys. That's all. All right. So a lot of people don't know this, but normally all day, there's your clubhouse in the elite coming back soon. So, um, have those rooms helped you? Absolutely. Indie Elite, um, I, I like to say that that I partner with Indie Elite because uh, I like to, uh, let's say, push and help people get to Indie Elite if they haven't heard of what Indie Elite is. Indie Elite's an awesome platform for a lot of people that can give people shine where it, they, they normally wouldn't have been able to get shine. And uh, not everybody knows, but Ronaldo's the person that's behind Indie Elite um, and Malai Inc. Uh, magazine. Uh, you know, the format of the magazines is dope. Uh, a lot of uh, people don't know, but like Hip Hop DX and all these other magazines, um, they basically copy the format of what Ronaldo's done in his past. I just keep changing my style. And a lot of the other magazines, they just got to catch up. Because even my kids' magazine, like I had an African magazine rip that off. I was like, what? in the world (laughs) (laughs) well and that's that's the thing we all got to be careful um you know but uh i really i really uh would say to a lot of artists that are out there i know everybody wants to be heard um if you're gonna get heard just make sure you're getting heard in the right format in the right rooms if you're gonna be on clubhouse make sure you're doing it in the right rooms uh indie elites an awesome room um you know dj geo's got a room 
uh, called Beta the Universe. That's a dope room with a lot of dope people that come through it as well. Um, just be careful on who you're playing your music for. Um, Radio Clubhouse with Dante um, Hawkins. He's a solid individual as well. Um, just be careful. You shouldn't have to play money to get your music heard. That's all I have to say. Definitely. DJ Chill. DJ Chill just launched the Birdhouse radio station. So Yeah, DJ Chill and the Birdhouse. I mean, those guys are solid too. And nothing but positive vibes. If there's a room that they're uh, talking and they're talking down to you, trust me. I've been in this this app for a long time and a, a guy with a cowboy hat on wasn't really totally accepted that well. Um, and that's okay. Um, you know, they, until they hear the music, they don't they don't really know, you know? So I enjoy talking to you and learning. I learned some new stuff about you. Um, do you have any shout outs or closing words? Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to you, Ronaldo. Um, you've been a solid person since day one on, on Clubhouse. Um, you know, uh, Jerry Doby from Hype Magazine. He's been a solid individual to me as well. Um, Knox Bond with Next Level DJs, Manny Mad Dog, uh, Kermit Henderson. He's an awesome individual as well. Um, pretty much anybody that, that has uh, stepped in and, and really tried to help me out, you know, um, a shout out to them. They've always been, uh, people have always been pretty good to me, man. Um, it's just a matter of, of when everything really starts to go. And uh, the only thing that, that, that I can say to a lot of artists is, uh, you know, just make sure that you got your marketing right. That's all. Speaking of marketing, could you tell us about your company? And then also tell us how we can find you on social media. Yeah. So uh, my company is Verified Global Media. Um, we help independent artists. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like a, a dot connector um, more than anything. Uh, the platform is a really large platform uh, at, at Verified Global Media on Instagram. Um, I've also got record label dot zero seven as well at rec record label dot zero seven. Um, those two pages, um, record label dot zero seven is not really a record label. Um, but what it does is it gets people that are interested in really pursuing their career. It's kind of like a filter. Let's put it that way. Um, and then if they're really serious about their career, then they go to uh, verify global media, but people get posted on both pages. Um, so it's just two different audiences, if that makes any sense. Oh, oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's just two different audiences. It's the same content, but it's two different audiences. So, uh, and then you can find me uh, as on my artist page at Average Joe AZ. The artist that I work with, Jay Stone, actually got some good results from Verified Global Media. And I also wanted to say that we just dropped a mixtape. I did the DJ work. He basically did covers of 90s R&B songs. So, and he sounded just like the artist also, except for Wayne Wonder. But still, it sound, his um, No Letting Go sounds very good. So um, check out Jay Stone. And he's another cancer survivor. He had throat cancer. And he just, he, he thought he was never going to sing again. And now he's one of the best singers in Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah. And, you know, he's a, he's a great artist. And, and a lot of people don't know that, uh, that, that you survived uh, cancer as well and uh, pushed through, um, you know, even uh, when you were in your hospital bed, you were still doing things for independent artists. And I don't think there's anybody that I've ever met 
that has worked as hard as you have. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to keep going. And like I said, I really want the artist to get love and shine. And I remember one day I was just, I, I, I had chemo and no, not chemo, uh, radiation. And I, I could not sleep. I could not do anything. And so I got on Clubhouse and I started a room. And Clubhouse really helped me when I was in that hospital. I did a room and I, 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 uh, I think I said calling artists. And a lot of independent artists came through. And um, Brian came through. Um, Brian. Which Brian? Brian that helped artists. Uh, digital? Yeah. Yeah, digital's awesome, man. He's a good guy. He's a great individual. Uh, if, if people don't know... Um, you know, he does a lot of, he does uh, some of the things that, that you can do, but uh, he does other things uh, on the digital media side. Really helps people out. I mean, he's a really good guy. Yeah, peace, he, God, peace God. That's how you find him on, on Instagram. Peace God. Yeah. Um, we we had a room for, for a, I think we had a room for the two o'clock. But yeah, do you have any closing words? No, I just want to uh, tell people, you know, like uh, no matter what's happening in your life, if uh, if if that's what you are um, wanting to go after and just put your head down and keep doing it, keep doing it, no matter what anybody else says, because your vision isn't the same as everybody else's vision. And don't let someone else's don't let anyone else's visions um, don't let anyone else's vision cloud yours. That's all. All right. You like, man, we have some good guests. Callie Cut through, she was dropping gems, and now you dropped the gems. Yes, yeah, Callie's dope. Callie's dope. Yes, so yeah, there's there's a lot of dope independent artists that are they're coming through. Um, and they a lot of them owe a lot to uh, in the elite, that's for sure. Definitely, that's how I found her in the in the elite room. And I've uh, been rocking with her every matter of fact, when I was in the hospital, just like you, she was checking up on me every day almost. Yep, yep. We need to make sure that you're all right and that you're fighting through it, bro. Yeah. Real people stick together. They don't they don't try to uh, get anything out of uh, out of any anybody. You just gotta stick together with uh, you know, um, the the real ones will be by your side no matter what. You know? Definitely. And like I just, I- I just wish that our uh, concert would have done better in, in North Carolina. I don't know if anybody knows, but like I said, I'm not afraid to talk about my failures or whatever. The concert in North Carolina was an ultimate fail, um, and the proceeds were going to go to you. So um, that sucks, but, you know, it is it is what it is. What happened, happened. It's all good. Yeah, but your next concert is going to do a lot better. That's how it works. Fail, like photography, I fail. And then I got real good at it. And then, you know, that's just how it works. Yeah. And, and everything's a learning. You know what I mean? If, if you take everything as a learning um, and you, you just humble yourself, you, you're going to do better. You're going to do better later on. Definitely. I do thank you for coming through. This is the Party Connect. Do this every Wednesday at 7 o'clock p.m. on Mixcloud. Oh, yeah, shout out to Mixcloud. They actually featured me on their page yesterday. So shout out to them. Yeah, I saw I saw you got a ton of uh, 
a ton of streams on on one of your uh, Party Connects, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So I'm I'm happy for you, and I'm happy for everything that you're doing, man. Definitely, I know I want people to hear the artist, so that's great. Well, I appreciate you, Ronaldo, and thanks for having me, man. No problem. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. All right. Same to you. All right. Bye. Bye. Let's go. This is your radio. Your your station. Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio.